This is Big Game Live, a podcast from KCLR and Scoreline.ie bringing you some of the best of our live commentary action as originally broadcast on KCLR. Visit scoreline.ie. And again, he was excellent the last day. Young McDermott, Sean McNogan, Young uh, Jacob Breslin. So the, the usual, usual suspects are coming good, as I said, all over the field. Look, this is uh, the, the cream of Kilkenny hurling, minor hurling, and the village and the borough over the years have always excelled at this level and at this, at this juncture. And this will be no different today. Here's another good young lad, Noah Minogue. A lot expected of him, and he's a brilliant line ball. Certainly, he a nice line ball, gets a lot of height into it, but the borough are going to tidy it up. Their wing half back is Louis Raggett. And he turns back in goat field and he sends it down to the middle of the park. It's a good old battle for possession here. As Ronnie said, these lads know one another very, very well. Here go the village on the attack. One other late replacements was Bill McDermott. And Bill McDermott says thank you very much to the selectors. He sends it in and over the bar on the O'Loughlin's end. He takes them on to nine points. It's nine uh, points to one, two. Car registration number 131 causing a serious obstruction. 131 416, remove that car immediately. Garda notice. Thank you. So, we just had a Garda notice that we had to uh, be quiet for their red out on this system coming through our system. It's going to be a free out to the village. The teams do line out with two late changes. Bill McDermott, as I mentioned, the Joe Green have started for James Stevens, Liam Houlihan, and Bill Whelan haven't started. The line out with Daniel Power. Daniel's the captain. He's in goal. No Minogue at full back. 17, Bill McDermott. Billy Wall Young is number four. Number 20 comes in, Joe Green, for number five, Bill Whelan. Sean Dealey at six. O'Sheen Bateman at number seven. Sean Bergen and Stephen Power Kellett in the middle of the park with Ed Lahoff, Stephen Minogue, and Ed McDermott in the half forward line. Daniel Ring, Jacob Breslin, and Sean Casey in the full forward line for James Stevens. For the borough. Tom O'Neill is in goal, Nathan Pollard, Max Dial, and Christy Tracy Murphy is the left cornerback. Louis Raggett, Evan Murphy and David Fitzpatrick in the half-back line, with Tom McPhillips and Brian Moore in the middle of the park. Killian Dollar, the goal scorer and captain, wears number 10, Ross Dial 11. Michael Steins, he's got two points thus far, he wears the number 12 shirt. And the full forward line for Dixborough this afternoon in this Kilkenny Honda Centre Minor A Hurling Championship Final. James Brennan Smith at 13 Billy Fitzpatrick 14 and coming in wearing number 17 is Donica Hennessy in place of Mark Clear top of the left here go the village this is Sean Casey gets a nice ball centres across to Oshin Bateman Bateman goes for the strike but the goalkeeper for the Borough is going to let it run to the left and wide Tom O'Neill is in the goal Ronnie the Borough have six wides I've counted and that's James Stevens' fourth and that was a poor one yeah and was it again look there is a serious win Brendan is going across the park must remember these guys are only 17 years yeah, of age fr- as well and younger yeah. and younger so again to be fair to the chaps they're young but they're, uh, to be fair a lot of them they're, they're well conditioned but as I said expecting a very good match it is living up to expectations unfortunately for us here the crowd are on the far side it seems a little bit tame but the wind is playing a major factor and as I said I think the village will need everything it's nine points to one two um the Borough did go down and missed a few scores so I expect the village forwards to make more of their chances when they get the chance the village is certainly the better team but the Borough as I said uh, have a few dangerous forwards and if they get enough ball to them they will cause bother Christy Tracy Murphy sends a great ball downfield but the village intercepted this one and uh, put out over the line by good strong player by Killian Dollar John Kennedy from the Shamrocks Bally Hale is our match referee today so best wishes to John in the middle of the park there the windy line ball Ross style for Dixborough he's not going to take it he calls up Billy Fitzpatrick now Billy is placing it inside the 45 metre line they're playing towards the town end goal 9 points James Stevens, 1-2 to Dixborough so there's 5 between them here 
in uh, four between them I should say four between them here in UPMC Nolan Park and the keeper didn't really clear that one is to good effect and coming to try and get it is James Brennan Smith for Dixborough back out towards the 13 metre line the shot comes from Michael Steins he scored two already but this time he misfires and it goes to the right and wide and I make that seven wides now for the Borough nine points James Stevens 1-2 to Dixborough Ronnie with six minutes remaining of normal time in the first half yeah and again as I said earlier the, the, the Borough had chances Brendan to be fair against the wind so the Borough while, not, while playing against a serious wind and it is a serious wind they've had chances and they'll be going a little bit disappointed they must have missed at least four scores as you said seven wides against that wind is a serious if they had to get four of those scores well then it'll be a lot closer game so again village not maybe firing in all cinders like they'd like and they expect the borough uh, to be as I said disappointed but look there's a few minutes left and the village need to p- pump up a few scores this is one of the players last week who was excellent Billy Fitzpatrick he was excellent for the borough uh, he's fouled yeah, on the far side because he lost possession of the ball and uh, fell off his stick but he was swimming forward and the Billy Fitzpatrick wearing 14 Billy McGillifodrick and now they have the free from their own 65 with the linesman says <laughs> take it back a little bit so he brought it back inside the 65 in his own half of the park and he's taken the free and he's taken a text return ball tries to turn inside his man Sean Casey there doing a bit of defending for James Stevens. went back to help out meanwhile Borough get it in around the 13 metre line village rise for they haven't held on to it now can the Borough get something here 9 points score. to 1-2 the man that got the goal Gillian Dollard with the hand pass out to Michael Steins and from a difficult angle he sends it in this fella knows how to finish Michael Steins and you know what it's like uh, you playing golf Ronnie if you you, you drive your, your first drive into the rough on the right hand side off the first tee box you're not going to do it the second time and he learned from his last shot which was a poor way but in fairness to the lad that's what you call yeah. a brilliant correction yeah, that's a great score he's come on from the last day he was very good the last day as I said in Callan against Greg Ballygan he has three points scored and a point from Young Dollar so uh, Young Steins is keeping the borough in the game but as I said still impressive with the borough the village need a few more scores I think to get, here, to get their chances need yeah, to get a goal, goal or two chance chance here now. Now. here's the goal chance now here's the shot there's the oh, shot no. got in keeper's done well oh did he get it away oh he gets a bit of luck and it's a bit of ground hurling saves the borough on this occasion but not the danger still not averted flick back in with a short grip on the stick and it's gone wide off the stick of Ed McDermott he scored two already Stephen Minogue has got three one from play one from a free and a 65 Jacob Breslin has got two from play and Sean Casey popped up at one early in this game while we were in Tullerone for the Camogie nine points James Stevens, 1-3 to Dixborough we've three minutes remaining Ronnie and I think you said it right James Stevens might and would like to have more scores on that board if that wind is going to continue because the Borough have potential yeah well, look we're just going on the games we've seen this morning and what, we're, what we know of young lads the wind has a major factor on a day like today the pitch is in excellent condition but the wind is blowing down into the O'Loughlin's end the village have had a decent amount of possession have had two half chances but for me the Borough with seven wides are still look like they're the better team against the wind but it doesn't always work out that way but look second half is, is obviously going to have a big burden on it but for me the Borough forwards they're, they're, they're looking dangerous and I think the village as I said need a big score and ideally a goal for them just to settle them down because it is as I said I think it's a 7 or 8 point win it could be there's going to be a free now to James Stevens in their own half back line a trip there a referee John Kennedy giving the free to James Stevens and it was a certain free and they're bringing Stephen Minogue all the way back to have a crack at this it's going to be long range but all these young fellas can hit the ball uh, a very very long way now in the modern day game of hurling they practice day in day out if you just joined us it is the Kilkenny Honda Centre Kilkenny Minor A hurling championship final of 2022 local rivals 
Dixborough and James Stevens from the Marble City are here. James Stevens in their traditional red and green. The Borough in their maroon and white. There's the ball in from Stephen Minogue, but this time it goes to the right and white. And I have five whites now for James Stevens. I have seven, I do believe, for Dixborough, but the scoreboard reads nine points, James Stevens, 1-3 to Dixborough, and we're into the 29th minute, uh, Adrian Rowan. Yeah, and that's the second puck out the goalkeeper has hit out over the line into the stand, the old stand in front of us here again, as I said, win playing a big part of this game, and will will def- and will all weekends, as we said, there's a lot of huge matches being played today, junior, intermediate, and of course senior tomorrow, big senior man today, but the win having a major factor and upsetting these young lads here, but look, still good quality hurling, Brendan, to be fair to the chaps. Sir, is good quality hurling there's a few fine big men out there too and here is one of them Ross Doyle going forward he's a big man gets it to the goal go to man Michael Steins oh it's a wide ball it's a wide ball mm. and that was a chance there's three between them the village lead nine points to Dixborough's 1-3 we're into the final minute of the 30 in the first half run yeah three between them and as I said the Borough seemed to be getting into this game as the game has went on the village were opening 15 minutes were excellent but the Borough have settled in they have been creating the chances more chances and have missed a few this is one of the leading players Steins he needs to get this is a ball Brendan to get an all-star no no, it's a wide ball. Now, in fairness, he gave it every chance. He put it wide on the opposite side. But yeah. he's, he's getting a lot of chances. Yeah, he is. But again, maybe a little bit ambitious, trying to get it from the sideline. And there's where maybe the heads will drop. But the borough now, nine wides against this ser- serious wind. They'll be disappointed, Brendan. They certainly will. Nine, po- nine points to James Stevens, 1-3 to Dixborough. We're heading into additional time at the end of this first half. There won't be much. We had a little bit of a hold-up earlier on. Referee John Kennedy yeah. has a look at his watch. And we're going to have a line ball to the borough. The village yeah. thought it was theirs. No. But, uh, line ball to the borough. And it is uh, Billy Fitzpatrick. That's He's, uh, for a man that's wearing 14 and he's back, he's back deep, isn't he? No, he's playing out the field. Yeah, he's uh, he's roaming out the field. This guy was excellent last weekend. I think he might have scored uh, 12 or 13 points. That's that's not correct. He's He's a sweet, sweet hurler. We remarked last weekend, he reminded me so much of Owen Kelly of Tipperary, just the style, the free-taking. Wasn't on the Kilkenny minor panel this year. Very surprised that he wasn't on it from the little bit I know, but um, not sure is he underage next year. But look, uh, looks the part for me. He definitely looks the part. Here come the village coming forward. Balls down towards their man at 14. Jacob Breslin, he's got two points already. Knocks it across to Ed McDermott. Fine, big, tall figure of Ed McDermott. He sends it in. And that is his third point in this opening half. He's a fine player as well, Ronnie. Knows where the goalpost is. Ten points to James Stevens. 1-3 to the Borough. Two-score game now. Ten points to 1-3. It's 10-6 and we've one minute of out of time play. Yeah, good Gordon blood in them and how, how Gordon would love to have uh, the two McDermott's as uh, their father James Hurl and Captain Kilkenny Miners and Captain Gordon Miners uh, to win county finals but the two McDermott's hurling with the village now but Gordon would love to have him great score but there's half time Brennan, as you rightly said 1-3 to 10 points and uh, to be fair the village will go in I think a little bit disappointed they haven't hurled as fluently as they like they would have liked the borough certainly hurled uh, way better and have nine wides and that tells you they had the possession nine wides is, uh, suggest that the borough had more possession but look the borough the village have a few decent forward but the borough win reasonably happy I think um, against that strong wind only down four points and have a numerous chances if they can convert the chances they will upset the odds as I said because the village came in here as warm favourites and while they're in the lead they need to be with that wind
Well, certainly are. Well, three points for Ed McDermott, three for Stephen Minogue, 65 a free and one from play, two from Jacob Breslin. Sean Casey got on the score sheet, as did Billy McDermott. That tallies up to 10 for James Stevens. One three for the Borough, cracking goal for Killian Dollard after a splendid run from the captain. The other man that got on the score sheet was Michael Steins. He scored three crackers, but he will be disappointed. He two wides just on the stroke of half time. As Ronnie said, they have won three. They've had their fair share of wides. They've had plenty of possession, and it will be interesting to see what Dixborough with wind assisted can do is to play towards your Lachlan's goal in the second half. Half time, 10 points James Stevens 1-3 to the Borough and now that I do have Adrian Ronan beside me he's always in great form, he's always happy but extra happy today because Greg Ballycallan defeated Liz Downey in Freshford earlier this morning we brought you that commentary live with Eddie Dial on uh, analysis with us this afternoon. 21 points to 1-14 Ronnie, splendid second half but again the wind had its say out there as well but in fairness to Greg Ballycallan I said on the commentary I thought they were a little bit cuter, but in fairness to Liz Downey, they stayed in it until the end. They got the goal and put a little bit of nerves shackling through Greg Bally Callan. But uh, we're in control, 14 men against 15 as well, sending off. Vinny went off in the first half, had a bit of a... Didn't probably make a big difference to the game, but uh, Greg Bally Callan ended up the better team over the hour. Yeah, look, Brendan, nobody likes to be there. Neither Liz Downey or Greg Bally Callan. Both of us have ended up in, in relegation. I believe myself, both teams have a lot to offer. Senior, that's what kept us going in the last couple of weeks. We did... We believe that we were down five, six players all year, and no team, no team can be down five or six players, only the Shamrocks, and survive. <laughs> and the Shamrocks have done that this year. But we were down four or five. We had four of them back today. That made a difference. But look, we had no luck all year, Brendan, as we said. And yes, we've had the luck today, and that's what it came down to. Relegation finds. Liz Downey will be disappointed tactically. They got some of the tactics wrong. We, to be fair to our management, they made a few serious uh, positional changes, and they all seem to work today. And I'm, I'm delighted, just as a club man, to be still playing senior but I'm delighted for those uh, management team because we've uh, James Rail and John Hine and anyone knows club everyone has great club men in their club Yeah, I, I just said to James after yeah. the match it's so important to hold your senior status because you know you have a, you're, you're a proud club all clubs are proud Liz Downey will be bitterly disappointed but it means a lot to stay senior doesn't it? Uh, it does it means a lot to stay senior because that's been Kilkenny hurling but look as I said as being a club man any club man go through any club there's, there's staunch club men in every club and in John Hine and, and James Royal, we're talking about staunch clubmen. They took up the mantle of training that team and getting involved as management. And John O'Neill came in to help us as manager. And for those three men, they they put they could do nothing all year. Their hands were tied behind their back. The five we were down five players. And I know, look, I'm making excuses, but I'm just trying to tell the truth here. And basically. Do, you know, because I'm, I'm involved in management myself. Paddy McAway was a busy man. Yeah, Paddy McAway had a lot to do. Yeah. When you're involved in management and things and you're down five players, it's not a, it's not a thing you can do. You have no, break, go to your Gerlach now. What can you do when you're no. down five or six players? And we were down five or six. So I'm so proud for the players, the club, the chairman, but especially the three men over the team. John Hine, as I said, James Ryle and um, uh, John O'Neill, uh, as I said, because... All year they were coming under a certain amount of criticism, and uh, as I said, it was very unfair. But look, hard luck to Liz Downey. They'll feel a bit let down. The, the sending off was a big call at the time. Um, I thought we were hurling well anyway, but it did, it, uh, it did help us. But as I said, we needed the luck we hadn't at all year. So, yeah, Brendan, uh, apologies if I'm uh, trying to be I'm a bit ecstatic. I am underneath here. Ah, well, um, well, you're, well, you're entitled to be. But look, at, at the end of the day, as Eddie said on, on core commentary today, like at the end of the day, there was only two pucks of the ball in it at the end. And albeit Greg Ballycallan had by far the better second half. I think um, you came out and scored 14 points in the second half. You'd only seven scored at half time, so you ended up at 21. So that was a great turnaround. You had the wind as well. And to be fair to Liz Downey, they had a. Uh, 
they scored a goal and they finished with 114 so to lose by four is kind of cruel I mean it wasn't one puck of the ball it was two but when the second goal went in you were having your fair share of wides in that second half Ronnie and you could have, there could have been a little bit of panic set in yeah. for, lucky for Greg Ballycallan it didn't yeah it, 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 the, way, the way it was going it looked as if look at half time we turned a 10-7 and 10-7 as I said that wind was yeah. worth more than three points and I think uh, Liz Downey is, it was the first half that lost it uh, you know it wasn't the second half they actually heard reasonably well in the second half trying to carry the ball it was in the first half that maybe didn't get their chances and to be fair to our backs they never took a sh- I don't think they got one shot a goal and look as we know in, in hurling goals are big players and you see this match here now here's the Borough Miners having that goal against the run of play against the wind and and goals wins matches and when the, when the Liz Downey guys got the, the goal chance it was too late at that stage but look as I said you need luck, Brendan, in every walk of life. Every day, you get up in the out of the bed in the morning. You need luck, and we just had it today. We didn't have it all year. Yeah, a few um, fine individual performers. I thought Tom Dunphy was excellent at corner. Back there, Egan did very well. Connor at full back, Em and Egan. Your own lad, Tommy, four points uh, playing more or less midfield, but he seemed to be more in the forwards today. He was he was in that half forward line. So a nice few individual performers, but collectively a great panel performance. And as I say, D- Liz Downey worked hard. I thought Kevin Sweeney had a great game for them too. He was involved in a lot that they did. But uh, in fairness, you had the better second half, and you were probably that bit cuter. Yeah, look, on the day, Brendan, as I said, a lot of those boys on our team in particular, I can only speak for our own lads, I didn't see Lidowney only once this year, but a lot of them were disappointing during the year, the lads that were available and that were were not injured, but they stepped up today, a lot of lads, questions were asked them, there was, as, as we said in the club, the vultures were out this week for a few, <laughs> the vultures, there was a couple of people hanging around the place, trying to knock management, knock the players, and we all know, I played in four relegation finals yeah, myself, and I remember every one of them, and to be fair, no one goes out to play poorly, but the vultures were out, and they were waiting for them, if we made a mistake, and those young lads and players stood up with the management today and uh, a lot of them came good in particular Tom Dunphy and Sean Rain uh, to give them great praise yeah. Rain was on fire up front Dunphy was, was on fire in the backs yeah. and all of them as I said played well but look Brendan when your look was in and our look was in today that was the difference Liz Downey didn't have it and we did and we took it and while it's, I feel sorry for Liz Downey because they have a lot to offer Brendan Liz Downey were very good last year excellent yeah we covered a few of the matches yeah. they were very good and very close and this year they were close on a number of occasions America didn't suit them either they lost a few players to COVID in America and going and travelling but Liz Downey have an awful lot to offer they will be back that's for sure yeah. um, that's easy for me to say that now but I also thought before the game I be, admitted I didn't believe for one minute that if we went back either that we'd be back for long we have a lot of good young hurlers coming with five or six young minors that we got to a, B, a semi-final this year so look no different from ourselves we're tight on numbers this year the, Liz Downey had a great balance uh, of players this year we had a, a tight number and we were down the few so we'll take it we're happy we're ecstatic and um can't wait for a few pints. All right, get a cup of tea there. First, we're going back to Robbie. We have a good bit to do back at base. We have an ad break to take. We have news, and we'll be back with all the action here from the Kilkenny Honda Centre uh, minor final of 2022. James Stevens, 10 points, Dixborough, 1 3. Back to you, Robbie. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Robbie. Well, we have some start in the second half here. We have a goal for the Borough sideline cut from Billy Fitzpatrick, went across the edge of the large parallelogram, and a big tall figure of Ross Dial pounced on it with an overhead strike, and he stuck it into the back of the net. So that was the uh, second score in the second half. The first score in the second half came from Sean Bergen, but uh, Billy Fitzpatrick with a free. Ross Dial with the goal makes it now. James Stevens have 11 on the board, but now after those two scores, Dixborough have 2-4. Ronnie, it's a one-point game. Yeah, and as we said, the Borough, uh, 
looked for me were very impressive and didn't take their scores in the first half the village didn't turn it's going to be a big ask of the young village men now but I think they still have the players and the management team to pull it out of the fire but it's a big ask out of the village as I said because they're now facing a serious wind and a one point game and the Borough as I said playing with confidence that was a brilliant goal over Rostyle great line ball by Billy Fitz of course across the, across the, uh, the square and the centre forward doubled on the ball and uh, back in the net knocking the goal he could do and the Borough as we now know are now rising and the crowd are, are, are yeah, and this man's after getting faster in the last few minutes Ross Dyle <laughs> Ross Dyle has he going to level it up here in UPMC no. Nolan Park it's a wide ball 11 for the wides Borough. Brendan 11 wides for the Borough in this Kilkenny Honda Centre Kilkenny Minor Air Hurling Championship final of 2022 a cold breeze the linesman is after falling here in front of us yeah. was he inviting the ball there runner? I'd say he was out last night <laughs> No, he had the wind again. <laughs> he got knocked over, to be fair to him. It's getting a bit nippy now. There's a breeze uh, blowing strongly down the field. Another man to come and take the line ball. Billy Fitzpatrick coming outfield. He just pinches the grass to make a little bit of a sod for himself. Teeing it up. Looking to hand it down towards the O'Loughlin's end. That's the way the Borough are playing in this the second half. He didn't uh, strike this one as well. At halftime, James Stevens led by 10 points to 1-3. And now with five, six minutes played in the second half, it's 11 points, James Stevens. It's 2-4 to Dixborough. So it's a one-point lead for James Stevens over Dixborough. And the referee has given a free to Dixborough between the 45 and the 65 in the village half of the park. And the man to take it is Billy Fitzpatrick. Ronnie, this is to level it. Yeah, and as I said... I'm not going to give the chap the mockers, but uh, sub coming on for James Stevens. It looks like number six is going off. Yeah, Sean uh, Dealey Sean is Dealey's leaving. Gone off. I'm not sure who came on, Brendan, but um, this Fitzpatrick lad for me now, wait till he takes and puts it over, but he was on airing last weekend from Freeze, and look, he's a brilliant striker, as I said, like Owen Kelly Tipperary. Um, and look, I'm not too sure uh, of the background, but uh, I've liked what I've seen of him in the three matches I've seen of him this year. Now it's a one... It's a level game, Brendan. After all the talk we had about the wind, it's a big, big ask of the village, and a big, it's a big, big move from number 18's on for the village. It looks like it's uh, James Berrigan is on, James. and again, if I'm not mistaken, just Tipperary blood in that chap. James Berrigan, come on, Ron. You know the seed breeding generation of all that's taken part James here. James Ball. James Berrigan is in for Sean Dealey. Dangerous ball in Roundhouse, but John Kennedy, our match referee, is giving a free out to Dixborough. The scoreboard reads 2-5, Dixborough, 11 points to James Stevens. And Dixborough, well, they've got 1-2 in this the second half, and the village have only scored a point. But we did say about the win, but Dixborough, they seem to defend it well, taken out of defence. And, you know, the battle against that breeze in that first half, and now, as you said, Ronnie, the village have to do it now, and it is, it is causing an effect on the game. Yeah, it is, and here's young Patrick Lacey on, another very good hurler coming on for the... Um for the Dixborough men, this guy uh, under, oh, still under 15, but uh, knows where the posts are. Um, and again, he's come on and he'll make a big contribution to the borough, possibly. But the borough, as I said, um, certainly doing well. But the village, again, strong wind. They have the they have a, a strong wind against them. But the village, as I said, it's going to be a huge test for him in the second half draw game. But look, every time we see it, Brendan, the borough seem to be getting that bit stronger. Yeah, Nathan Pollard did really, really well there. Corner back on a great ball. Tom McPhillips pulls it in the clouds. He's a fine big lad as well. Tom McPhillips fires in the shot from the middle of the oh. park and that's just Arakley's heel the Borough it's another wide this time he puts it wide on the right hand side it remains 2-5 to Dixborough 11 points to James Stevens. if you just joined us it is the Kilkenny Honda Centre Kilkenny Minor A Hurling Championship Final of 2022 8 minutes into the second half Ronnie the Borough are doing a lot of hurling but here come the village Borough doing a lot of hurling Brendan but the one big thing now is the, is the misses they've had 12 misses and and they might rue those misses, but they have been the better team at this stage, the Borough. But 12 wides is going to be uh, is too, is too, 
it's too big a, uh, uh, a, an error at this stage. But all the questions now being asked to the village, I said, young lads, warm favourites coming into the game. A lot expected of the village, as I said. They've been very good. Over the last three, four years, Brendan, they've been excellent. This village team been outstanding. But the borough just seemed to have been coming good at the right time, as I said, and with a few outstanding individuals. But today, it's the borough all over the field. Just seem to be, at this stage, seem to be uh, a step in front. And as I said, a big ask now against this strong win. But it's still only a draw, still a draw game. 2-5 goals make a big difference. 11 scores to 7, as Jim Nairi used to say. 2-5 to Dixborough. 11 points to James Stevens. We are just talking about the uh, relegation playoffs there. And you mentioned about people playing in matches uh, in relegation playoff finals. A good few players have played on a lot of them, haven't they? They have, yeah. They you have. mentioned you played on match 4. I played in four, rele- four. four relegation finals, and I think JJ Delaney could be playing in his 11th Someone relegation said that finals on, yeah. today. But um, they're not nice places, they're not nice matches, and as I said, they're big asks uh, of, of players and management. And someone has to win, someone has to lose. There's a big call against young uh, uh, Connor Hen- young Hennessy. Hennessy. He played yeah. so well. No, no Donica Hennessy. Donica, yeah. Donica Hennessy. He was doing well there, just yeah. the team that wasn't shoulder to shoulder. He was claimed to barge him with the ball. John Kennedy gives the free out. And the free is from inside the 45 for James Stevens. Noah Minogue, the man to take it, wearing number two. <laughs> the linesman goes in and tells him to move it back maybe two yards. And now he moved it up. And when the, linesman is moving, <laughs> yeah. when the linesman's running off, he'll move it back to yeah, where it was. Exactly, yeah. Look, and he struck it well, to be fair to the lad. It is a strong win, but as I said, the village not gone out by no means, but a big ask as against that serious wind. Borough looking like they're more comfortable, have the wind and have made a few changes. But again, I wouldn't write off the village at any stage. Yeah, well, here come James Stevens going looking for to take the lead yet again. Lovely hand pass back out to the 45 metre line into the teeth of the wind. They're going to try and drive this. Ed Lahoff wearing 10. Nice ball back to the man who started it. That's a great interception. And Hennessy did really, really well. Donica, he really put in the hurl there. Stopped the village having a strike at goal. They're defending very well. Dixborough still level. 10 minutes played in the second half. 20 remaining. However, back around the corner come the village. Ed Lahoff plays it back to his 15. Sean Casey scored in the first. First half, he has scored. Oh, it's a wide ball. It's a wide ball. It's wide. It's another wide from Casey. Well, it's another wide for the village. I'm not quite sure whether young Casey hitting a wide earlier on, but that's what I was trying to say. Here's a man they're trying to bring into the game, Michael Steins. He scored three points for Dixborough in the opening half here in UPMC in Allen Park. It flicks back into the middle of the park, and there's a great contest out there. Yeah. There's open country now for James Stevens running forward. James Bergen, the man that come on, wearing 18, knocks it across to Billy McDermott, scored in the first half too. Hence the high number. He started the game. This ball is centred in field, but the borough will read this like a book, and out they come. They're creating a bit of space and running against Spoonstein. Down the all stand side. He's absolutely flying it. Chris Tracy Murphy he's going to go for the score did everything right bar the finish beautiful to see a cornerback controlling the slitter like that Ronnie but the finish wasn't there in the end of the game had it got it it would have been the score of the game it would have been the score of the game got excited the game it opened up in front of him but the village as I said are hanging in there the borough are hungrier and hunting harder and I suppose at this stage they looked at the team that maybe had to pull it out but look here again McDermott's doing a lot of great work for the village on the half forward line um, but again the borough throwing away chances that's 13 wide they're, for the tur- they're turning over a lot of ball the borough aren't they seem faster than everywhere look this is a big score now if, in this game if he gets it yep, it's over. He's got it. Nine is the man, Brian Moore. Sends it in and over the bar. 
and Dixborough take the lead against James Stevens with 42 minutes on the clock 12 minutes into the second half 2-6 to Borough 11 points to James Stevens I think that's the first time the lead run good man Brendan you're dead right it's the first time they've led and that obviously might mean that the Borough as young lads as we know uh, you can play on, 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 on momentum as I said and play on confidence and the fact that they've gone out for, in front for the first time but look quality match to be fair to young lads great scores some misses I suppose a lot of misses on the Borough side but look at this stage the Borough seem to be the stronger seem to be hunger and seem to be getting that look that we spoke about earlier yeah they're turning over the ball well a great defensive unit Louis Raggett Evan Murphy Fitzpatrick Christy Tracy Murphy Max Doyle Nathan Pollard all doing very well at the moment did you ever plan a minor final run? Uh, leagues finals leagues, leagues not championship no, 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 not, not an a. very difficult as a country team to get the A championship finals but played in a few A league finals thankfully I played in the centenary of the GA county final betting a replay oh good man instead of nightmares 1884 no, no. <laughs> <laughs> come on Ronnie 1984 2-6 to the Borough 11 points to James Stevens. 43 minutes on the clock here at UPMC Nolan Park a nice strike from Middlehoff down into the uh, D on the opposite end of the park the town but again the Borough really set up well in the unit Louis Raggett won this one gets the short ball out to Tom McPhillips the midfielder makes his way towards the stand on the far side Stephen Minogue tries to close him down but he doesn't do that he boots the ball in fairness to Stephen Minogue he put him under pressure and he forced the error and the young man that uh, Stephen Minogue urges on his team and tries to get the village supporters rising on the far side yeah. there's a one point game 2-6 to Dixborough 11 points to James Stevens. 44 minutes played around the time is flying the time is flying and if the villager to win this game they will need a goal or two because goals win matches as we know and uh, um, the mistakes at this stage are few and far between but they do will they will need goals and uh, at this stage they're playing further out the field but the village as I said need this man Here's will be very good now. to half yeah Great defending again, but he gets it back inside. Ooh, that was a split-second decision by the forward who pulled in that ball, and he did the right thing. He really did the right thing. And uh, Stephen Minogue pulled on that, and it's gone out off of the keeper for a 65 and it still remains 2-6 to Dixborough 11 points to Jeff Stevens. you're on duty here tomorrow Ronnie just waiting for the ball to come back out two big ones a quarter final semi-final Shamrocks and Clara and the same two teams again Burr and James Stevens in the senior yeah again two quality matches as we know the village on a high having a great win the last day Borough the farm team Shamrocks the farm team but always don't like playing Clara so those two matches can go anywhere Brendan and at this yeah. stage again it depends on the numbers depends on the players uh, who are injured and, who, and what kind of a day we're going to have we're expecting a better day I believe um, but the expectation would be based on form would be a Shamrocks Borough uh, win but um, that would be foolish of anyone to consider that in Kilkenny Club Hurland we see what happened today you're in the relegation final you're putting the pressure on our old friend Mickey Ah no, he knew from the minute he went into the job. <laughs> uh, he knew from the minute he went into the job. Yeah, it's a, a big job. There's some get. battle, won't it? Because there's a there's a bit of pride at stake there. Well, too. there's huge pride, and, yeah. and, the, and the village will will love the fact that they're playing Brandon the borough. borough. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they won't they won't feel any way disappointed. But going back to the that this match here, Brendan, that was a great save out of young O'Neill. Minogue did the right thing by flicking the ball. Matt Lahoff is on a lot of ball here, Ed Lahoff, and he he's creating damage here. He gave a great pass to Minogue. He did the right thing instinctively, like any good forward went to flicking the ball. Now, Ron, if you're a village selector or the manager, you're looking in there, you know, Tom Lahey is uh, over the team. You're looking in. They've only scored one point in this is the second half. The 10 scored at half time. We have 15 minutes played. Yeah. They've only scored one point. And uh, it's not a great return. But again, we just have to tell the listeners back home it's a stiff breeze. But in fairness, you can add in the, bor- the Borough defensive unit is excellent. Another sub coming on for James Stevens, number yeah, 24, 20, I think. 24. But when you talk about management teams, there's a very, very experienced managed team, management team in the village. And Tom Lahey, of course, Leo Hennessy, Joe. Joe Hennessy, Noel Morrissey and Davey Mull and to be fair those guys know 
Greyhound or hurling. Some of them know a bit more about greyhounds and a little bit more about soccer as well uh, and building. Actually, they all, uh, they all have a, a, a great uh, background, as I said. But um, certainly today, they're, it, this is going to come down to the wire for the village men, as I said. Uh, this is a big free now for young Minogue against the wind into the town, into the city, in, into the city end. Okay, well, that's the story. Here is the 65, Stephen Minogue. He's got three in the first half. He's put this one to the left and wide. And that's the story there. Michael Walsh and the James Stevens manager, Seamus Dwyer, will be on after this game, as well as both captains for tomorrow's Carlow football final. And that would be uh, great listening to those people in the build-up to both matches tomorrow. The Carlow County final on, of course. Ronnie, I believe, is shouting for Palatine. He works with Connor Horst Lawler, Palatine and Tin Ryland. First time since 1950 they're in a county final. That went to a replay. Tin Ryland won that. Who's going to win tomorrow? The intermediate is tonight. Fenner versus Navo and Michel. And two Kilkenny men and Paddo, involved. Yeah, Paddo. over Palatine and the Nick, horse. Yeah. Paddo Flynn and, and, and Nicky Parrell. Two great Kilkenny men involved Palatine. Yeah. And there we go. And here uh, here's James Stevens on the attack. Ball coming back downfield. Lovely strike from Sean Casey. They're number 15. Big, big ball's going to land down. That's a great take yeah. by the number here's 12. The McDermott. Three points in the first half. Great ball. Cross here's a goal chance now. That's the shot. Oh, oh what a finish. Stephen Minogue. What a finish, but what a ball from Ed McDermott. It was flighted to the millimetre. It was pitch perfect. Minogue picked his spot. He took the swing, and he absolutely drilled in it on the city end, or the town end, as the locals say. 2-6 to the borough. one eleven. James Stevens. A beautiful move, Ronnie. But what about the catch from Ed McDermott and the finish from Minogue? Yeah, no, again, we mentioned it only two minutes earlier, Brendan, that goals were going to be a big factor, and the village needed goals. The borough have scored 2-6 but in the last 10 minutes they haven't scored and the village have had two or three wides but that was a major major score because to be fair to young Stephen Minogue he missed the 65 he missed the point from play that he'd normally put over and he had the guts and the conviction to take that goal there was only one place that was going and Tom O'Neill had no chance but again credit to McDermott I mentioned him earlier uh, uh, or great hand uh, yeah was it Lahoff or Pastor? Was it Ed McDermott. Yeah, Ed McDermott again. And as I said, they've been involved, both the McDermott's in particular, have been involved in a lot that's been good for the village. But hey, the quality of the goal, brilliantly. There was only one place he could put it, top right-hand corner, and he did that. Well done, Stephen Minogue. Picked his spot. 2-6 Dixborough, but it's now 1-11 to James Stevens. That's 14 points to 12. It's a two-point lead. With a few players, that's the second young man that's gone down with cramp, Ronnie. Yeah, actually... As you, no, noticeably there's about three chaps gone down with cramp which is very unusual for young lads because uh, I thought they, they would have salt in their diet but obviously they're not eating enough in <laughs> Rocco's or wherever they be, the borough lads hang out <laughs> or Joe's that's a, that's a village <laughs> chap is getting the, the treatment Larkins is the village of course I, 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 I don't know who's that down because now there's a big change they're putting back um Evan Murphy back on young McDermott. Yeah, McDermott's a big man. Isn't yeah, he's he? a big man. He's six foot three or four. Young McDermott. He's a big chap. Yeah. And he caught that last ball. But Evan Murphy's a county minor. They needed to do something. They've moved out uh, Max Dyle, but it might be a little bit too late in this particular move. And again, um, the village have brought on young Bergen on, on Brian Fitz on Billy Fitzpatrick, and he's a big man. So look, and it's great when you're in the town, Brendan. The quality of subs that you can bring on, you're bringing on better players, and in a lot of cases, that's the, the beauty of having the numbers. But great quality match in a county minor championship, and both teams, as I said, now coming down to the wire. But the Borough, as we said, had a, were the better team. The village needed a goal, they got the goal. Now they're back on top. Uh, that's more than cramp, Ronnie. That man is in trouble. Oh, it's more than cramp. That's as more than well. cramp. Yeah, he's got a leg injury there, so that's more than cramp. So. He's leaving, the, so the village are going to be forced to make another change. And they've made a few already, but here come the borough. Through the middle of the park. Here's a long-range effort. No, it's going to be a short-range effort. Infield goes corner back to the really, really well. Billy Wall-Young, he's stuck to his task there very, very well. 
And James Stevens are going to tidy it up through Oshin Bateman. Not quite sure what he's connected to the Bisto. They're tuned in out in the he Middle is, East. He is, yeah. he is. Out in the Middle East, Bisto. Big listener to KCLR. 1-11, James Stevens. 2-6 to Dixborough. Ten minutes remaining here in this Kilkenny Honda Centre. Kilkenny Minor A Hurling Championship Final of 2022. There's an excellent sideline cut for the Borough. In around the 20-metre line it goes, but the village tidy it up. Back again to Oshin Bateman. There's a bit of strike and a clash of the ash there. I think we could have a free out here, Ronnie, to the village. Yeah, could have a free out, but again, that goal being a major player the village were coming back into the Borough. Ha- had a lot of the ball in the opening 10 minutes of the second half. Did get that great goal uh, by uh, Billy or by uh, Ross Dial, but haven't put it on the scoreboard since then, Brendan. They got only one point uh, since that goal, and uh, as we said, the last 15 minutes playing with the wind, now the Borough have gone out of the game. So it's a game of uh, ups and downs and, uh, as I said, won't be happy. The Village or the Borough only getting 1-2 one, and one, one of that was got in the opening two minutes. Village on top now and uh, a two-point lead, but that goal being huge for the Village. This is the one, another man, McDermott, who's been excellent. He's been on a lot. Oops, he dropped it. I give him the first. Borough are leading the second half by two points. They've scored 1-3 to 1-1, but that doesn't make any difference. It's what you score overall. The scoreboard reads 2-6 to the Borough but it's 1-11 to James Stevens so 14 points to 12 it's a 2 point lead for the men in green and red and here go the village can they make it a 3 point lead lovely ball across field and we're looking to find Ed McDermott again didn't get him but he bites to and nailed to try and win it back over the corner back Christy Tracy Murphy but Tracy Murphy did enough and the clearance comes for Dixborough right down the stand side on the far side it doesn't go to a Borough man but they're trying to win it back through Brian Moore he scored a point in this the second half it's a fair old battle for possession on the far side Moore comes back around the corner and he sends it back between the 45 and 65. The Peppers in the village step now, Brendan. Plenty of pep in their step. They're leading by two. They're dying for the cause. Ball comes across. Plenty of ground hurling here. Lovely bit of stick work by the man wearing yeah. 18, James Bergen. He's and he gets the free out. He's made a big difference. Yeah, he has. He's made a big difference. Beautiful piece of skill from him. Yeah, he's made a big difference. And he looks very athletic. Very tall, for sure. But very athletic. Um, and he's made a difference, for sure, Brendan. And look, the Borough have definitely gone out of the game in the last 15 minutes, as I said, in the village. While having reflected on the scoreboard, that goal has been vital. But to have had more possession in the last 10, 15 minutes, the opening 10 minutes, as we said in the second half, was all the Borough. But they've gone out of the game. They haven't got their leading men back into it. It's going to go down to the wire. But that goal from Manogue has been massive to the village men. Well, here's the captain of uh, James Stevens, Daniel Powell. He's the goalkeeper. Comes out towards the 65. He absolutely wellies this one. Sends it downfield. It's going to drop in around the house to the left-hand side of the goal. But the Borough tidied up. And the hand passes strong out as far as Tom McPhillip. And they come forward. A first broken hurl I've seen in a while. And uh, Dixborough have it. Another piece of nice stick work from them. Donica, Donica Hennessy. He's done, uh, it was Donica Hennessy. Yes, wearing 17. He did really, really well. He gets it back to Billy Fitzpatrick. A few rooks and mauls starting to happen now in this game. The second half has been good. The Village still lead by two. It's 1-11 to 2-6. 14 points to 12. More ground hurling from Dixborough. And Hennessy, a few divots go flying in the middle of the park. Village win it back through Billy Wall-Young. Billy Wall-Young gets the ball across towards Rory Harrison, wearing 22. Good ball from Harrison to Ed McDermott. McDermott sends it in, but it's gone to the left and wide. Two wides in the second half for the Village. The score remains 1-11, James Stevens. 2-6 to Dixborough. We have seven minutes remaining, Ronnie, or a little bit less and, and, and on the official clock in the stadium. 
Yeah, and as I said and mentioned earlier, I think it's going to now be a, a, unfortunate for the Dixborough, those chances, 13 wides they've had, and they've had, it hasn't reflected, as we know, with 13 wides. They had the possession at the right time. This McDermott man has made a big, huge difference. The two McDermott's in the, in the second half, they've been on a lot of ball, but the Borough, as I said, just been out hunted in the last few minutes. They need to get a score, and they need a quick, but they've dropped a lot of ball, but it looks like the Borough or the village are hunting and hunting in packs a little bit more and more hungrier. But John Kennedy doing a great job. I have to admit, he's a letting play go. He's given the advantage rule, but the Borough need a goal and need, or need a score quickly. They certainly do. There's the ball downfield. They're trying to get them into it. This man needs to be brought into the game. Michael Steins, the village have kept him quite the second half. He hasn't got the service required, but he's in the corner. He's bottled up down there. He needs a bit of space. He got it in as far as he's number 10. The return ball was never going to go. It was a 3 against 2 situation. The village have done well. It's still down in that right corner for a position. It's going to be a Borough sideline cut into the O'Loughlin's end here in the last five minutes of this Honda Centre Minor A Hurling Championship Final. Kilkenny Honda Centre to give it its proper title. James Stevens 1-11, a total of 14 points. Dixborough 2-6. It's a while since we had a score, Ronnie, but the Borough can get something here. We're going to have some finish. Yeah, they can, but they need a score, Brendan, as we said. They haven't scored since just after half-time, haven't enough on the board. The villagers just hunting in packs, seem to have the quality possession. Scores are coming at a premium. The next score is a big score, whoever gets it, because as I said, the village need... Uh, or the Borough need to get a score and need to get it very lively. Well, here's the Borough man on the way downfield, Christy Tracy Murphy. It. It's a good ball here on the house, there's a ball here! Oh, oh a goal! Running onto it Billy Fitzpatrick! No, no, they're looking for a square ball, but no way was that a square ball. He ran, he ran from the from, 14. Uh, yeah. He, yeah, it was a perfect goal. What about the ball from Christy Tracy Murphy? Billy Fitzpatrick ran in onto it. James Stevens are in. They're looking for a square ball. No, I don't think it was no, a square no, ball. No, look, I'm going to call it now. No way was it a he square ran, ball. He ran from outside the D. He did. He ran from outside the D. And he might have touched it when it was going into the goal at the square. But no way. No square ball. He ran 15 yards. Yeah, no, and then I don't think it is a goal. Yeah, it's a big score, but a great goal. That's the second time the Borough have got two goals with the ball going in over. Now we're in for a grandstand finish. No, we mentioned a minute ago that by a point. Yeah, yeah, we needed. We said the next score was going to be a big score, and it was a big score. Three six to one eleven. Here, here he is again, here he Fitz. Is. Yeah. Fitz is the full four. He's just got the goal. Billy Fitz is a village man got down injured. The Borough changes are working well. Here's Patrick Lacey for the Borough. Wearing it, but the ball's been robbed in the village. Have it back through Sean Bergen. Scored a point from player earlier on. Discipline the name of the game here now. Borough go back and defend again. They've been excellent at this. That bit of a dig out comes from Tom McPhillips. He saw Evan Murphy was under a bit of pressure. Gets it back to Murphy. Murphy sends it a length of UPMC. Nolan Park. And up they go looking for it. Trying to get Michael Steins into play. But the village to their credit have tidied this one up. Inside their own 45. Out to come with the ball. Oh. It's a cracking minor final now. 3-6 to Dixborough. 1-11 to James Stevens. Three minutes remaining. Here's a shot from out the no. field. It's turning outside the post, and that's a wide for James Stevens. I make that three in the second half. Nine wides, and a down again. There's a good few players, Brendan, you remarked, going down with cramp or some sort of injuries. This guy, young lad, has gone down. But look, that was a great that's, score. That's out of We mentioned him earlier. Quality score. Put the hurl up. You know, DJ-esque uh, type goal that he got. Uh, again, Wexford all those years ago. Tapped it into the back of the net. Coming across the goal, if you remember. <laughs> Presentation will take place in Aldan de Grasse. So we ask to please remain seated for a good scene and hear the presentation. Thank you. Seamus Reid, the stadium manager. Seamus is the event manager of all the events here at UPMC Nolan Park. Does a splendid job. Uh, 3 6 to the borough, 1 11 to James Stevens. Ronnie, we have two and a half minutes of normal time remaining. And uh, this 
is a game. You know, you see the scores, a two-point lead is dangerous, a one-point lead is dangerous, but two points is the most lethal because a goal can surpass that. Now, 3-6 is a total of 15 points to 1-11, which is 14. So there's one point between the sides now, one point between them. The the two-point lead was for the village, but... The Borough got the goal. Yeah, the goals make difference, Brendan. They've got difference. the goals. And yeah, the, the Borough certainly, as I said, have missed a lot. Now, here's Lacey. He hasn't been on much ball yet, but he has the quality uh, to do things. Uh, now, it's a big line ball. Again, it's going in for the Borough. Good but Billy Fitz, we mentioned Billy Fitz. He's been in and out of the game, but he's the, when he's in the game, his scores have been hugely important. His frees have been hugely important. Here's a stat for you, Ronnie. The Borough have scored two goals and three points in the second half. Yeah. Jim Stevens have scored 1-1. One, one. Yeah. That'd be correct, isn't it? Yeah, they'd score 2-3, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The goal's been, as I said, but the wind might have died down a little bit, Brendan. But a little look, bit. A little bit, but the Borough now, as I said, they'll be most disappointed. They've had the possession, Brendan. They've had 13 wides. They've been the better team. If the village win it, they might have stolen it. That's a great bit of play by Brian Moore. He came back out there and put in the battle. And that's the difference that's in hunting. So, that's the difference in hunting. He hunted down the man. He hooked him, put him under pressure, and the Borough have got the line ball right in front of the KCLR sign on the far side. And they're not going to be in any great hurry to take this, Ronnie. No, and again, as we said, there's proud tradition in both clubs, the village and the Borough, and they have some great battles. And will at least what? I don't know what he said. I thought he said at least seven minutes. I thought he said seven as well. So we're trying to find out. Seven minutes now. Five. Three, it's three. Three, three minutes, yeah, three. yeah Thank yeah, God yeah. for Eddie Hughes, our engineer yeah. today. He was an engineer in Freshford. He was on standby to head to Tullerone after the breakdown, and here he is in the UPMC in Allen yeah. Park. Where will he be tomorrow? I oh, he'll be here. He'll be here when Ronnie's in butter. <laughs> now here's a chance again. Here's a chance for the Borough. This needs oh, to go over, because Brendan, mistake. again, the, village, the Borough have had most of the possession. Yes, they've got the goal. The goals have made the, the difference. This is the full back. It's Look the where he back. is. Oh, it's a great ball. ball across goal. Chance here if he controls it. Oh, Bape. good play by the cornerback. He really did well, O'Shane Pape, man. He's done well, Bebber. There's another man gone down with cramp on the yeah. far side. John Casey has gone down. Oh, look, here comes the Bills now. He won a great ball. He sends it out to a man. Andy again. Murphy. Andy Murphy wins it on the end line. They try and bring it back around the corner. These lads know one another well. Yes, Murphy sends it in and over the bar. Good score, but McDermott was the catalyst. And Sean Casey is down with cramp. 1-12 to James Stevens. 3-6 to Dixborough. We are level in UPMC Nolan Park and we're heading for added time. Ronnie. Yeah, great There's game. More, no, more fellas down, another centre-back for the yeah. Morris down with cramp. There's yeah. two lads from yeah. the village down with cramp. There's a lot of guys going down with cramp. The ground is probably a little bit heavier than it has been all year. But, Brendan, the quality of the game, the excitement, the expectations that we had about a quality uh, final, it's going down to the wire, not between both teams. And, as we said, mistakes maybe have been made on a number of occasions, but the wide count for the Borough has been massive. 13 wides to nine. To be fair to the village, the village have had nine creeped up with the wides as well. But, certainly, the goal chance has been taken by the Borough. That's been the difference. It's now a draw game. It could be disappointing for either team who loses out because both of them, neither of them deserve to lose. I think the village can take off another man, Brendan, and I'm right. Or is there one? No, there is. There's one sub. Even Casey's in, in bother. Leo Hennessy's looking after him. Sub coming on. This is the village's fifth sub, if I'm not mistaken. And again, now we said it'd been the last time that they needed a goal, but the next score. Next score, probably win the match. Yeah, next score, will win the game. And if there's no score, we'll be heading for extra time, I do believe. Here comes the short puck out for Dixborough 
They're going for a big one here. This is Louis Raggett. He sends a massive ball down face. Steins is underneath it. He breaks it. Who's it going to break? It breaks to the village in the middle of the park. Sean Bergen wearing number eight for the village. Knocks it to Stephen Manog. Manog with a big ball downfield, but it's going to go to the Borough man. And he was good. He reached out the hand and grabbed it. He had to grab it. The man's name is Billy O'Shea. Bill O'Shea has it downfield to the middle of the park. Racing onto it now was Donica Hennessy. Good second half, Hennessy. Nice ball in field. Here's a shot from the centre oh, forward. He miscued it. Keeper's got the and he controlled it beautifully Daniel Power the captain can he lead his team to a win in this oh, county final push in the back there referee yes. says 6 of one half a dozen of the other on come to village Sean Bergen races forward down the line sends a ball into the full forward line Borough defended well but the ricochet ball goes back outfield did I say next score could win the match running on to it is the man wearing 22 Rory Harrison ball's gone across the fence and a goal <laughs> James Stevens have got a goal they've robbed him but look there's a big move here your man was pushed in the back John Kennedy missed it and for me I think that was a big big young uh, what's his name Brian Moore was pushed in the back he opened his hands though and said play on yeah, he did he gave him the advantage but we mentioned goals win games and that's a big big move because as we said the village worked the ball up very coolly, brilliantly hooked. I'm not sure who scored it. It's not up on the board yet. It's a free out. It's a free out. Yeah, it's a free out. That's the it's end of a that free out. That's the end of that. Free out. We're going, going to extra time. We're going for extra time, or can the borough come down and get the score? I'm not sure why it's a free out, but it's a free I don't out. Don't see anyone. To be, I was watching the borough village management. It's, it's going to be a draw game. I'd say he'll blow it up. Well, and um, it'll go to extra time, I'd say, Brendan. Well, here we are. The Honda, Kilkenny Honda Centre Minor A Hurling Championship final. Level pegging at the moment. Is there a point in the borough to win this one? Village defend and defend heroically. Out to come with the ball. It still remains 1-12, James Stevens, 3-6 to Dixborough. And there's a scrum for possession again in the right corner forward position here between the 45 and the 58 but the ball is out to a man that didn't need to give it to Billy Fitzpatrick has won it back he centres a great ball there's two village men one Dixborough here out it comes at the flex towards the middle of the park 18 raises for that oh he nearly got it up into his hand but he fought tooth and nail for it Patrick Lacey for Dixborough there's a helmet pulled out oh it's a free in the village fell into the trap the card of Dixborough man by the helmet and John Kennedy had no option but to give the free to Dixborough because that was an illegal challenge Adrian Roland and the Dixborough men have a chance to win this by one because the extra time says three minutes and 40 seconds have been played. This is a big one for Billy Fitzpatrick. Can he win the minor final for Dixborough? Dead straight in front of goal on the 45. Oh, he, oh he's pulling white. Oh, he's cramped. Oh. He's pulling white. He's pulling white. He was on airing all day he and absolutely he, bursted. John, John I, I wonder if it's seven minutes because. He's not looking at his watch. Well, it sounded like seven. It sounded like seven, but Eddie's the engineer with no headphones. <laughs> here I think, come Borough. I thought he said seven minutes, but here come the Borough. Can he read? This is one from way outside it's over, for Billy it's over. Fitzpatrick. Oh, it's what a it. score! He's made up for it, <laughs> Billy Fitzpatrick. He's got an absolute belter from the far side. What is left? John Kennedy looks at the watch. He's two watches. He looks at the two of them. The Borough could have this on one clock. by a point. 64 on oh, the clock. Great hook, it's hooked from behind. It's going to be a line ball to the village. John a line Kennedy. ball. One twelve. James Stevens. A total of 15 points. 3-7 Dixborough. That's 16 points. We're hey. into the fifth minute of added time. I think Eddie got that one wrong, Ronnie. It must be seven minutes. I'm not too sure, but that man, Young Fitz, has made us some metal. I don't care what anyone says about him. To um, miss a free like that and then take the ball on the sideline. What a score. What a a story for that young chap because as I, said, I think there's another twister turn in this game here's possibly. the sideline ball Noah Minogue 
and it's a super super ball into the edge of the large parallelogram broken down by Ed McDermott three points he'd like to score a goal now it's all over oh. it's all over in Dixborough they got out of jail with the winner from Billy Fitzpatrick on the far side the men in maroon have won the county final James Stevens were in so hard luck they're broken hearted out there but this has been a battle between the two local sides and the borough have won this one at the death they've won it at the death how about that? They scored three goals, 3-7. At half time, they had one three scored. They finished up with 3-7. So they scored 2-4 in the second half for James Stevens while they were never out of this game. Ronnie, the only scored 1-2 in the second half. Realistically, it's not enough to win a county final. Yeah, no, look, credit to both teams. Credit to the village lads. They're shocked and disappointed. God bless some of them. Uh, they're young men, 16 and 17. There's no need to sh- hang their heads in shame. It was a brilliant, brilliant match. A brilliant county final. A brilliant minor county final. End 10 stuff we said it at the very beginning Brendan the expectations were with the village and the borough were after playing so well last weekend against Greg Valley Callan they were out of, they were in trouble last weekend against, against Greg Valley Callan and turned it around the last minute but now at this stage as we said the village but the borough had Brendan based on the stats they had missed 13 chances they drove 13 wides and the village on the day just didn't just weren't shooting like or firing on all cylinders but again come the hour coming the man and I mentioned him earlier at the very beginning I loved what I saw of him last weekend I love his skill I love his touch and I love the free taking and again he made that goal across the square but to miss that score from the free Brendan uh, in the last puck of the game to win a county final and then come back and get the ball over on the far side on the sideline 45 yard on your on the sideline uh, 45 yards out right or over stuff that it was did so he, hard did, on the village that's did, did he fair. slip on the free that time he did slip now he was down with cramp earlier as well and well, it, was some, it was some winner wasn't it it was some winner some way, like again to win a county final is brilliant but to win it with a score like that was brilliant and then to turn to the crowd but the borough it just I just felt during the week and uh, listening and talking to lads all the week all the talk was about the poor the village lads and again the village as I said just didn't fire on all cylinders they didn't have enough done at half time Brendan they had missed so many chances and the, as I said to you earlier maybe the win today was a 10 point win and they only turned as we said uh, to 4 points up at half time but a, a super win for the borough but look this is what the borough and the village do to each other there's two more matches to be played the weekend in the junior and the senior they'll they'll see plenty of each other this week this is about the borough today winning the minor county final there's a junior uh, semi-final there's a senior semi-final to be played yes those young lads will be disappointed but again the borough as I said just on the day they were hungrier the 13 wides told a lot Brendan and I think possession when you look back at the stats when you have 13 wides that suggests that you might have been had the better chances on the day the village will be a little bit naturally hugely disappointed but they played a huge part in the quality game brought the match back to a level that goal that the village missed Brendan I'm not too sure why it wasn't a free out what happened yeah, I'm not too sure the free was a genuine free uh, but for, again for me Young Fitz to put that ball over the bar he had no right to go for it but a brilliant brilliant score I'm after seeing the best bit of sportsmanship I've seen in a long time you can talk about Ravely all you like the young cornerback Nathan Pollard he's not the only one but just pick him out here from the borough he's walked from his own oh. celebration back downfield and he's after shaking hands with every one of those village chaps he went, the last man he went to was the captain who was the last line of defence coming out of his goal Daniel Power who'd be a very disappointed young man as captain today but he walked down and he shook hands with every single one of them I think it's full credit to the lad and, and to the team because the lads go to school together they know they one do, they know it. Look, they're all friends I'm sure there's a lot of bragging and sneering 
something going on in the schools this week. <laughs> loads of it. Loads of it. And there will be during the week. But look, again, those young lads, both teams, the village have been excellent up along, as I said. That village team have won under 15. They've won uh, they've, that county fine. There was expectations of them, to be fair. And uh, just on the day, you know, enough of lads didn't fire on all cylinders. But going back to last weekend, the borough were very good all over the field. All over the field. And Young Steins kept them in it in the first half. But I keep going back to to Fitzpatrick for me the goal he got the ball he crossed the freeze he taken maybe I'm being too uh, uh, present maybe too much but I just loved uh, his contribution today and last weekend but a great win for the Borough possibly a start of a great weekend but to have to play the men in the green and red in the next two uh, in the next two days OK Ron well thanks for your work today very best of luck here tomorrow in the two games and well done to Greg Ballycallan and staying up commiserations to Liz Downey commiserations to James Stevens. they were they're heartbroken at the moment but that's sport uh, I worked with a great wise man from Cavan one time the legendary late great Paddy Dunn and he said in sport in particular GA you lose a hell of a lot more than you win that's for 99.9% of players that can happen but they've great futures ahead of them they've won this one Dixborough they've got out by the skin of their teeth. Three goals and seven points to Dix for a 112 to James Stevens. You've been listening to Big Game Live, a podcast from KCLR and Scoreline.ie to bring you the very best in our sporting commentaries as broadcast on KCLR. We've got more sports podcasts on offer, including the Clash Actor GAA podcast, the Football Manager Football Show, the Knock On, and Scoreline Extra, all available in the KCLR app and online at Scoreline.ie.